This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go, Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings from Studio B on Airline Drive. I'm Sean Kelly. Daniel Sallerson's in studio as well, and we're pleased to have you here on a, a little less humid and a touch cooler Wednesday here in the uh, Big Easy. I love it. Uh, this feels a little more like fall. Keep it up. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's a great day down here, and uh, we're on the eve now of the Saints and Falcons tomorrow night. How can you not be excited about that? I am. I'm ready. I'm ready. I know things have not gone well. I know it's 1-4 and four versus 5-0, and oh, but I'm really I'm kind of jazzed up about this thing, and uh, we're going to talk about it today with Ian Eagle. He will have the call on radio tomorrow night for the national audience. That's Westwood One, and uh, Ian's been with us before, but he's kind of the radio voice of Thursday Night Football you know, across the NFL, and so he's in town to uh, call the game, and we want to pick his brain today. So great guests uh, in Ian Eagle for you on this Wednesday. Uh, Kelsey Conway uh, will join us. She's from AtlantaFalcons.com. Um, you know, we like to hear from the other team and the media that covers them, and so she'll help us learn more about the Falcons um, and what's going on with them and how they've come to this 5-0 start. And then uh, Delvin Bro today uh, on the Black and Blue Report. We'll have him in our last segment. Uh, there are three guys. I want to make sure I've got this right. Three guys uh, on the Saints squad that grew up here in this area, so may have a different perspective on the Saints-Falcons rivalry than, say, some of their teammates Delvin Bro would be one of them. Um, Keenan Lewis would be another. And then Michael Maudie, of course, who grew up in Mandeville, uh, is uh, the third member of that group. And I think we're going to hear from Michael tomorrow, uh, talk about Saints-Falcons and what it meant to him as a growing up as a kid and what it means now as a player for the Saints. So uh, we'll discuss that. Uh, make sure you check out NewOrleansSaints.com. John DeShazer has been following the Saints closely this week uh, during this compacted week, trying to get all the news and notes and and all that put together, it's it's a, it's a tough read for the the players and the coaches to get it all together, and it's certainly hard for us covering the team and and fans to to know okay who's available and who's not. And so, um, you know, the injury list yesterday had Marcus Colston not practicing, uh, but it looked like you know Jari Evans was back uh, in a limited way for the Saints on the offensive line. Uh, Tim Lolito was listed as out, so um, there are some moving parts to say the least. There is no media availability today for the Saints. Uh, they go dark now, and then we'll uh, we'll have game day tomorrow. So we'll track as best we can. We should have a, I think we'll have an injury report today. I got to double check on that, but um, keep your eyes out on that, uh, especially through your Saints mobile app later this afternoon, generally after 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, the door of my office has already been plastered with um, Cubs stuff, shall we say? So uh, congratulations to the Chicago Cubs. I know for years I've heaped grief on many Cubs fans, Dodgers fans, you know, when you have 11 world championships and countless, don't mute my mic, Daniel, countless division championships, um, one can lay out some grief, and I have. So I have it coming back to me today. Congratulations to the Cubs. Um, I won't hate. I won't say I want, I will root for the team that plays them next. I'll just say the baseball season is over. I'm pouting, yes. I know that was kind of juvenile, yes. But that's the way it goes. With that, we'll take our first break. When we come back, Ian Eagle from Westwood One. Good stuff from him about tomorrow night's football game.
The Pelicans Pick 6 plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket packages are the only way to score access to the biggest games, including a matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Six game packages start as low as $54. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your pick six plan today. Spend less time buffering and more time watching movies or sports on multiple devices with the fastest internet in town, Cox High Speed Internet. Catch the hottest action on the court. Cox delivers the most popular basketball games this season on TV, online, and on your mobile device. Learn more at Cox.com. Cox, official partner of the New Orleans Pelicans. Fastest claim based upon maximum download speeds of Cox Ultimate 150 megabits residential service versus AT&T's fastest advertised download speeds in Cox service area. Cable modem required. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on. And you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy text alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Uh, this is a Wednesday. It seems odd that we're talking about an NFL game tomorrow night, but... Uh, we have the Falcons in town tomorrow night. One man that's used to having NFL football on Thursdays is Ian Eagle. He's the voice of Thursday night NFL football on Westwood One, not to mention he's the television voice of the Brooklyn Nets, and he also does the NFL on CBS. And as well, you can find him doing college basketball. Um, welcome to your busiest time of the year, Ian. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always fun when uh, all of these different sports converge at one time, but I've I've grown used to it, and I've grown to to really love it. The, the travel, the wear and tear, the compartmentalizing—it's a lot of fun. So uh, this week is just a taste of things to come, as you know, with the regular season in the NBA just two weeks away. This is a fun time. This is an exciting time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, was I correct in saying that you're used to this Thursday night football situation? I am. I'm very used to it. I've been doing it eight years. I will tell you that this year's games have been better than last year's games, which helps a great deal. Look, uh, the obvious part of the equation is quick turnarounds for these teams. You don't have as much prep time physically. You don't have the time to recover. And we've seen through the years some sloppy play on Thursdays. This year, that has not been as big a factor. The game's themselves have been more competitive and while maybe the teams are not operating at optimum levels the games have been close and that means it's produced some intrigue and when you have intrigue that usually spills over into the weekend those good feelings carry over last year uh, there were definitely those following the nfl that did not believe that thursdays was a very good idea even though it's been happening for a while mm-hmm. it was just getting more play last year and it's getting a lot of play this year when it's airing on two networks every single week which it does on cbs and the nfl network that means uh, you're casting a wide web and the ratings have been through the roof sean so this isn't going anywhere this is just growing if anything and building and evolving as the years go by uh, yeah i think it's, i think you're right i think it's here to stay and especially if they keep this divisional 
uh, format working because you work those two markets pretty hard when you put them on a Thursday. So You're right. Yep. Um, Joe Buck said last week that it would be a, a highlight of his career, if not the pinnacle of his career, if he could call a Cubs World Series, um, which now even seems more possible, unfortunately, for me and my Cardinals. But that's that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, have you ever thought of a dream scenario yourself, Ian? Is there a broadcast or a, a team and a, and a game scenario that, that you would say something similar to what Joe has said about a Cubs World Series? Yeah, you know, it's funny how it works, Sean, because you're not doing baseball day-to-day. I would assume that uh, you being a Cardinals fan is still very much the passionate part of who you are. And when you're doing a specific sport week in, week out, it, it's hard not to separate yourself because your priorities change. So from a football standpoint, from a basketball standpoint, I, I don't think that enters into my thought process anymore. I'm really just looking for the most competitive games, the best storylines, and memorable endings, memorable moments. From a fan standpoint, I am a Mets fan. I grew up a Mets fan, and because I don't work in baseball day-to-day, I find that that part of my personality is still there. And what's gone on the last few days with the Mets and the Dodgers playing a competitive series in the NLDS, uh, I've had those feelings come to the surface again, which is great. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a good thing to know that they're still in there. Uh, when you hit automatic pilot and you're running around from city to city to city, it, truly, I can't say that, that I that I root for for any one team over another. I know fans that um, tune in to broadcast may think they're hearing something. That, that's a very common theme, as we know. But I can tell you with 100% honesty behind it, I, I have no rooting interest on these games that I do uh, on CBS, college basketball, uh, NFL, you know, and then the NBA when you're – working for a specific team, obviously your life is a little bit easier when the team is winning. It's, it's more fun to be around. When you get on that flight going to a specific city, you just sense a different vibe, being around the guys, being around the coaches. And then the other part too, Sean, and you've been around this for so long now, for me, you end up rooting for people more than anything else, people that you like, people that you care for. It doesn't necessarily show up in your, in your broadcast, but it's in you, and I, I know for me there have been a lot of those instances where uh, I, I find myself uh, really getting behind people that do well and, and make something of their career when maybe you met them on the younger side, and it's been amazing to, to follow their, their journey. Yeah, good point. I like that. Um, you mentioned the, the, the intrigue of the Thursday night games this season, Ian, and how good they've been. Um, can we see the same between a 5-0 and Falcons team and a 1-4 and Saints team tomorrow night? Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, Atlanta is 5-0, and but they're not a perfect football team by any stretch. Uh, this is a team that has trailed in the fourth quarter in four of their five games, which means uh, they've executed in the right moments. And there is a belief. Look, anyone that's followed the New Orleans Saints through the years and the magical run to the Super Bowl and the success they had after that Super Bowl – can tell you that chemistry goes a long way, belief goes a long way, uh, working as a team goes a long way, and when it reverses itself, sometimes it's hard uh, to understand why. But when you take a step back 
and you look at the personnel, it's not the same. This is not the same Saints team that, that won a championship, that captured the attention of so many NFL fans. A lot is is on the shoulders of Drew Brees, and while Drew is in the later stages of his career, I do think he needs help. And that offensive line, which has been banged up and revealed itself last week in that loss to Philadelphia, the lack of a running game, consistent running game to help take some of the onus off of Drew, uh, the fact that personnel has changed and the tight end spot is not what it once was, which was considered a major weapon in the Saints' arsenal. Defensively, uh, it's looked disjointed. And while they've gotten by that, they've gotten past it in previous years, uh, coupled with the offensive problems, now it's it's been too much to overcome on a week-to-week basis. So, yes, the numbers tell you one thing. Atlanta's undefeated. No blemishes on their record. New Orleans is 1-4. and four. They've struggled going into this Thursday night matchup. If the question is whether or not this could be a competitive game and New Orleans could use this as a springboard to, to maybe get their season kick-started, the answer would be a definitive yes. Mm, okay. Uh, if there was one phase on the um, Saints' side or one particular aspect of their game right now that would have to be different in order to win tomorrow night, and then one thing on the Atlanta side that's been going well that would have to take a downturn for this to kind of collide – what would you say you'd put your finger on? Well, I think defensively for New Orleans, what happened last week with Philadelphia uh, hitting their stride, uh, the Eagles finding a rhythm and a flow, 29 straight points for Philly, and New Orleans had no answers. Defensively, uh, this has been a struggle, and they've got to be better than that. I still believe that they're credible on offense. When you have Drew Brees, you're, you're still going to have a puncher's chance to win games at this level but not if you're asking him to go out and score 30, 35 week in and week out. They're just they're not set up to do that anymore. So it would start on the defensive side of the ball. For Atlanta, look, they have gotten so much more from Devontae Freeman than they ever expected. And uh, while they might have had high hopes for him coming out of Florida State in the 2014 draft, uh, there's no possible way they thought that it would trigger this quickly to the point where he didn't even win the job coming out of the preseason. Tevin Coleman won the job, a rookie out of Indiana. Freeman was banged up in the preseason. And then Freeman quickly uh, showed himself to be the guy in that position. I don't know if they can keep it up in running the football that way. Uh, to me, that has been a real bonus for them. They won a game last week where Matt Ryan didn't really look like himself. He struggled. It was an off day for him. That's a really good sign for Atlanta that they can win football games without Matt Ryan being at his best or near his best. Defensively, they have bought in to Dan Quinn. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. You could tell that right from the very start of the season. I was impressed with them. I had them on a Monday night game against Philadelphia in week one, and they were opportunistic. And they made Philly uh, look puzzled at times. I, I think I think the running game is the one area that if New Orleans can at the very least stop that part of it and uh, make Devontae Freeman a bit more human this week, uh, they're going to have a chance to win this game at home. And it's the one area where Atlanta has 
absolutely outkicked its coverage, so to speak. I never expected this, considering what we saw a year ago, where they couldn't generate any consistency in that part of the game. No, no doubt about that. You are absolutely right there. Um, Ian Eagle with us here on the Black and Blue Report. He'll have the national radio call tomorrow night on Westwood One. Uh, Ian, you know, you are a worldly, uh, cultured Northeast man. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm walking a, a, a fine line here and asking uh, if you're familiar with the concept of a potluck supper. Um, a potluck supper. Yes. No. Okay. Um, where uh, there's going to be a gathering, say, at the church, the town hall, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to bring a dish to share, basically. Are you, are you now worth, with me on this? I, I'm 100% with you. I'm going to tell you that uh, I'm such a finicky eater yes. that I would not be a great candidate for the potluck supper. Okay. Um, well, the goal of any potluck supper, especially if you were to talk to somebody down here in the South, is you want to bring something that really impresses, and certainly you don't want to bring the same dishes that somebody else has brought. No, no, that right. that, that seems rational. So with that in mind, um, with the fact that I have this collision of Ian Eagle, West Durham with the Falcons, and Jim Henderson <laughs> from the Saints, all playing on Black and Blue Report this week in preparation for this game, I thought we could play a little game prep potluck supper, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. All John. right, so that, that's right up my alley. Perfect, perfect. So what I'm looking for from each of you is some game prep nugget um, that you will impress at our potluck supper here, but yet is not the same as what perhaps somebody else has brought to the table. And and what I will do then is then I will compile the three entries into the potluck, and then I will share them with you all tomorrow night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for all mm, to share. Very interesting. Yes. Um, do you have a submission, something that you could cook up for us here? Let me see here. I'm, I'm looking through uh, some of my notes. Which we've uh, seen in Sports Illustrated, by the way. Yes, yes. yes. As you know, Sean, uh, there are people out there that, that are interested in the behind-the-scenes <laughs> part of our business. And then there are some people out there that just want to eat their hot dog, and they don't need to know how the hot dog was made. So I understand on the on the SI story that um some people like the peek behind the curtain and others were like i i don't i don't need to know about this well, i'm a nerd so i liked it so yeah <laughs> yeah it. um all right what have you got uh do you like something on an individual player is that something that could work it's something that you would want to impress your fellow play-by-play men with tomorrow night that i'll share with them well i mean look we know that uh, West Durham would know this uh, because he, he covers the Falcons, but you know that Matt Bryant worked at a pawn shop and was a personal trainer before he ever got a full-time shot in the NFL. That's not something you hear every day for NFL players, guys that have been in the league 14 years. Worked at a pawn shop and worked as a personal trainer. Outstanding. Did you have that? Is that something you knew about before I, this conversation? I, I did not. I did not. So I take that as a great nugget, and that's perfect. That's what that's what we're looking for in game prep pop luck supper. So yeah, I mean, I'm the kind of guy. If I was going to a pop luck supper, I would I would have to bring something so outrageous. I would have to combine food groups because <laughs> I I couldn't be the guy that that just brought mac and cheese. I'd have to combine. I'd have to bring, like, shrimp, parmesan, lo mein. This is why you only have 10 days off a year, because you bring, <laughs> cause you bring that. <laughs> and I'm never invited back. Uh, I, will, I will eat it, and uh, I will 
tell you it, it was great. <laughs> yes. I'll see you tomorrow night, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, do we know what, what's the potluck supper at the Superdome tomorrow night? Because that could affect my dining plans. Um, at Well, let's see here. How do I put this gently? Mm. Um, Maybe don't. No, I, I think that I might have a great lunch tomorrow, Ian. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I will dedicate myself to the midday meal. Yes, yes. And not the uh, later later dining option. You may thank me when you see me pre-kick tomorrow. <laughs> You're the best, Sean. See you. Ian Eagle with us. Thank you very much. Westwood One tomorrow night. National radio coverage of the Saints and the Falcons. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. It is a Wednesday, and we continue here in preparation for the Saints and Falcons as the rivalry will be renewed tomorrow night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We need to learn a little bit more about these 5-0 Atlanta Falcons, and to help us do that is Kelsey Conway from AtlantaFalcons.com. Kelsey, good morning to you. Good morning. Are you making your way to New Orleans for the big game? I am. I will be leaving for the airport shortly here after this phone call, so we'll be headed your way. All right. Okay. Um, we will welcome you with open arms, I guess. You know how the it's rivalry first, goes. It's my first time there, and actually just joined the Atlanta Falcons late this summer, so this is actually my first time experiencing this game, and I'm really looking forward to it. Ah, so what have you been able to gather from your coworkers about this uh, this little matchup? Oh, I have just heard that it's a great matchup and that, you know, you know, no matter what the records are of each team, this game is always a tight game and it always brings out the emotions on each team. So I've just heard that it's something to really look forward to. I do want to remind you that the Falcons, I think, were 8-0 a couple of years ago and rolled into this city and they had their win streak snapped. I just want to mention that for the Saints fans who are not really handling a 1-5 and five start very well. I I did hear four, about excuse me. that. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear about that. What would you say uh, at AtlantaFalcons.com is gaining the most hits right now 
in a, what has been probably an exciting start for the fan base? Well, you know, I think it's just the complete coverage as a whole because we've just been able to really reach out to the players and, you know, starting 5-0, and everything is all great. So it's just been really great to be able to connect with these players and really kind of dig into what's been going on behind the scenes of making this season so successful for the Falcons to start. So, you know, it's kind of just the coverage as a whole. You know, we're really growing and, you know, our social has just really taken off. We've been able to get some really awesome things on social. So I think it's kind of just the complete coverage as a whole. Yep, no doubt. I mean, it's exciting for you all. Um, As you'll find out, the Saints fans are uh, quite astute. They are uh, intrigued by their opponent. They like to know as much as they can. Um, Obviously, on the surface here, they're watching Atlanta blow some teams out, uh, get some balls to bounce their way like uh, was the case this past Sunday. What's something that Saints fans should know about the Falcons going into tomorrow night's game that perhaps they're not able to gain from the national coverage? I think it's just basically what Dan Quinn has preached since his entire time of being in Atlanta is that you're going to get a team that finishes and really plays hard and really plays fast and physical no matter what. No matter if things are going their way or if they aren't going their way, you're going to get the same attitude and toughness and physicality from Dan Quinn and his team no matter what. So although from a national standpoint, you know, people have said that that's what it is, but it's really something that this team sticks to and that they really believe in. So, you know, I don't know how much Saints fans know about that, but that is the mentality of this team and that is what they will see without a doubt on Thursday night. Kelsey Conway with us here from AtlantaFalcons.com. Kelsey, what is the coach and what are his players saying about what they need to do to win against the New Orleans Saints? They've really just said that they're going to stick to their game plan of doing what they do week in and without. They really stress that they, although they pay attention to the upcoming opponent, but they really stick to the fundamentals of what the Falcons football team will do week in and week out, and that's been able to really carry through these past five games because they stick to what they know works for them, and that's what they're planning on doing on Thursday. What do you think happens tomorrow night? Oh, you know, when you look at the series history, and I know that you're new to it, uh, no game is really uh, a blowout. Generally, these have been tight, tight, tight. What do you think happens tomorrow night? You know, I would I would expect the same type of performance. You know, I think that the Falcons, you know, their defense has really been playing well, and so has the offense. So I would expect a similar type performance from them on Thursday. And I think that with the crowd and the emotions in this rivalry, I would expect, you know, a tight game. But I, I would obviously say that I would expect a big performance from Matt Ryan and this offense on Thursday night. Good stuff. Kelsey, safe travels to New Orleans today. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at the Dome. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. You know, thank you. Kelsey Conway from AtlantaFalcons.com. Right back on the Black and Blue Report after these messages. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. 
If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. At the top of the show, I told you there are a couple of these uh, Saints players that grew up in this area, so have a different appreciation of the Saints and Falcons rivalry. Whether they were a Saints fan growing up or not, being immersed in the culture of the city, they certainly were aware of the rivalry um, and now maybe see it differently as a player. One of those guys is Saints defensive back Delvin Bro. Caught up with him in the locker room yesterday. Well, Delvin, it'll be your first Saints-Falcons game. Have you, uh, have you been looking forward to this? Is it because of where you grew up? What, is a, what does a rivalry game mean to you as you go through your rookie season? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not really familiar with the rivalry. I just know of it, you know, by watching the Saints play against them uh, my whole life, basically. And uh, it's supposed to be one of those competitive games that, you know, we, we, we have to go out there and uh, just compete a little extra harder. And uh, by it being a short week, we have to just be firm and mentally uh, ready for this game. Growing up here, though, I'm sure you've seen how the fans react anytime the, the Atlanta Falcons name or logo is shown anywhere. Yeah, man, that's that's <laughs> hey, that, that's one of those things, man, that you see red, it's like, no, we, we got the cut of all. So, but, uh, you know, everybody in the city wants us to beat Atlanta. It don't matter who else we beat, as long as we beat Atlanta, we'll be good. Yeah. Have you heard from anybody yet this week if they started chirping about uh, you, and the, you, and the, you and the fellas here taking care of business against those dirty birds? No, I, my family, ain't nobody really said too much because they know it's just another week, another game. Uh, it's just showdown between two rivalries, two uh, divisions, and plus they 5-0, and oh, and uh, we just have to go out there and compete like, actually harder, man, and uh, just be mentally ready. Yeah. Is it hard to get mentally ready on a shorter week like this? No, not at all. You just have to be stay focused, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we do, this is our job. We just have to stay focused and uh, be ready to uh, understand what they like to do, take it away. Tell me about what the process is like as far as your body and everything else when you go from Sunday afternoon and travel to a Thursday game. Well, it, 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 it's tough. You know, uh, you just play the game. Uh, unfortunately for us, we play like 84. Some guys play like 80-some snaps. And, uh, you know, you just have to get, get up uh, the next day after the game and uh, take care of your body and uh, do what you got to do to get prepared for the next game. How long did it take you to kind of get Philadelphia out of your system? Were you like a good relief pitcher and flush it right away, or did you have to wear it a little bit? No, I flushed right away, man, right after the game, man. You know, it's just, we, we, we got the loss. It's something we have to, you know, go back and watch film. But after film, that's it. So Delvin, back to the rivalry situation, because of your unique path in football, how long has it been since you were a part of a quote-unquote rivalry game? Do you go back to high school, essentially? No question. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the only time I go, and it was against uh, St. Oak. So, uh, but that was the only rivalry I've ever basically played in, you know, what, what has been a part of right. was since I, in high school. What was that rivalry like, having myself never been a part of that? Oh, man, it was great, man. You know, you have a lot of fans, a lot of people coming from all over, a lot of alumni coming to the game. They packed the stadium at Tag Gormley. And, uh, man, it's, it's, it's like a high-intense game, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's football, so. Football may be the best rivalry sport going. I mean, I, I can name Cubs-Cardinals. I can name, I can name uh, you know, uh, Bruins-Rangers in hockey and all that. But 
Man, there's something about a, either a high school or a college football rivalry, and in this sense, a good old-fashioned NFC South rivalry. Yeah, man, it's, it's, is it because there's a week to build up to it? Is it because that you get that one crack at it each year? Is that it? No, I mean, we, we play them twice. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know what I mean, like in high school or college, you know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know too much about college. I understand I that, right? But in the high school sense, you're the one meeting. Yeah. yeah, you get a week, man, to prepare for this team and, and learn the ins and outs of what they like to do, man. And that makes it even more competitive, knowing that when you get out there, it's gonna be high intense, and you just have to, you know, go back to your fundamentals. How do you, um, how do you as a team balance that that bloodlust, if you will, for the fans wanting to beat, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, and simply for you all to put together a great performance and win a football game? Man, it's going to be huge for us, man. You know, we're one and four right now, and, and the coach has just been hopping and preaching on just being mentally ready. Uh, we, we know, uh, you know, how our bodies feel after, you know, a short week or whatever. So he just wants us to be mentally and focused and ready. And uh, we need a big win, man. We we, we need this win. Um, and it's going to help out for the city, and it's going to definitely help us get some more uh, confidence as we play the next couple of weeks. All right, one more thing. Um, this is a learning process. What's the biggest learning thing that you've had to uh, to get through in the first five weeks? Um, just, just, just staying myself, just being myself, uh, just understanding that, you know, however the game turn out, you know, it's just going to be turned out that way. And, uh, just have to stay, um, like the coaches just want me to stay confident, you know, things going to happen. Like you said, I'm, I'm a rookie, so things going to happen and I just have to get on to the next play and, um, just make that play count. Thanks. All right. All right. Delvin and the Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow night. Um, if you want to get exact about it, it's 7.25 Central Time tomorrow, 7.25. Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, it kicks at 7. Well, it's 7.25. You'll be there early. I know you will be. And we'll be getting you ready with a Black and Blue Report podcast tomorrow that uh, you won't soon forget. Wes Durham, voice of the Atlanta Falcons, with us tomorrow. Jim Henderson, voice of the Saints, scheduled to be with us. And we'll talk to Michael Maudie, the Mandeville native, about the Saints and Falcons rivalry, all in pressure, preparation for the Thursday night Divisional showdown between the arch rivals. Thanks to our guests today. Good stuff from Ian Eagle. Also, uh, Kelsey Conway from AtlantaFalcons.com. And thanks to you, of course, for being a part of our Wednesday. Um, speaking of you, by the way, listening to this Black and Blue Report podcast, uh, we want to involve you in a special way with one of our great sponsors, Community Coffee. Um, you guys are all super fans, no doubt, and Community Coffee is the uh, Saints' official choice for rich, bold taste to wake up the game and rattle the dome in our Saints Selfie Sweepstakes, which obviously involves you as a super fan. So to enter, we want you to simply snap a Saints Selfie and share to Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag Community Saints Selfie. All one word, Community Saints Selfie. To learn more, text TOUCHDOWN to 444-999. Easy, remember, easy number to remember, 444-999. It is uh, our official Saints Selfie Sweepstakes with Community Coffee. All right, there you go. We'll talk about that more probably tomorrow, too, as well. Um, Tomorrow, Jim Henderson, voice of the Saints. Wes Durham, voice of the Atlanta Falcons. Michael Maudie, the Mandeville native, for his thoughts on the rivalry. It will be, again, a podcast I hope that you won't soon forget. We're looking forward to it. And we'll see you next time right here. At NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, both T-Mobile apps, and of course, on iTunes for the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly. See you later. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. 
Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. We'll be right back. 